Hey, great afternoon, everybody. It is Anissa. I am your friend. I am your neighbor. I am the work from home CEO. And guess what? I'm coming to you a little early today. We're coming to you live Thursday rather than Friday because I have a friend that I'm having to join me on our discussion today. As you guys know, I've talked about in the past that I was writing my very first book. So super excited about that first book. So glad when this first book is complete. We're in the editing phase. Um, You know, sometimes books go through multiple editing phases and hopefully this is the last. And the goal was to have it ready by this month, but it looks like I'm out to push it back, but it'll be done before the end of the year, most definitely. Um, So that book, The Vendor Blueprint, will be ready. Pre-orders can be um, made now. Just get in touch with me and we can get your pre-orders done. $5.99 for the ebook and $12.99 for the paperback. And then, of course, if you don't live near me, add $3 for shipping. So just get in touch with me with regards to your pre-orders. But once they're ready, they're going to be on Amazon. So they will be available for purchase on Amazon. But anyway, enough about my infomercial. I want you to know or get an idea of, of what this book is all about. And so I have one of my beta readers. She was one. Her name is Miss Tyra Kelker Mason. And um, she is a phenomenal businesswoman in her own right. And here's the thing. She read the book in its rough, the rough manuscript. She was, she served as one of my beta readers and she's here today. And we're going to talk a little bit about this book. So Tyra, now that I've told the whole wide world who you are, I appreciate you <laughs> once again. I've said this before for um, being a, my beta reader, but being a friend and being a practical, no nonsense businesswoman. I love that about yeah. you. And that's why I ask you to look at the book and read it and tell me what you think. So what we want to do is just talk. Let's talk about, but well, we don't want to talk about every bit of the book because we want them to have but we want to talk about at least two or three points that the book um makes reference to that you thought were just like aha moments for you or that you could amen or say i know that's right girlfriend everybody needs to get this book so tell us a little bit about you your background and then we'll just jump right in okay so i am tyron kilker ranson as she said i am uh, originally from detroit michigan shout out to hometown Married 25 years, have two kids, military spouse. I'm a life coach. Yes. I am a podcaster on Anchor. Um, it's called Course Through the Insane. Make sure you check it out. I am a network event host through Rapid Connect, and I'm also a community service. Uh, what do you call it? I guess you'll say. Community service organizer yes. with Citizens of Humanity. Um, currently, can I say it? Yep. Currently, if you're listening, if you're in Cumberland County, or you're not, then you're just going to give that to your community. We are having a hygiene drive for um, a women's shelter here in, in Fanville, and we are collecting um, hygiene products. We desperately need deodorant, um, hats, gloves, scarves, sweaters. So if you have any of that, please stop by the Korea Space Station. That's located at 512 MacArthur Road, right here in Fayetteville, on December 6th. Yep, December 6th. Yep. I love this project. The first time we did it was last was earlier this, this year. year. Yeah, it was. Yes. And we did a hundred gifts. Yes, a hundred hygiene time packs. We're doing and this time we're doing two hundred, so we're taking it up a notch. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, always good to give back, and especially 
to those who are less fortunate. So, yeah, thank you for being the, the awesome coordinator, facilitator, whatever you want to call it, for this project. Well, so, listen, somebody got to do it, right? Tay Pettigrass said, the world won't get no matter if you just let it be. That's the truth. That's what he said. That's true. So, we all have to do our part. That's true. That's right. And we're That's, blessed to be a blessing. Yes. So, every little bit helps. So, whether you can give 10 items or all 200 of any Amen. item, it Amen. doesn't really matter. It's just everybody's everybody's contribution pulled together makes it happen. So, it does. there are no big or small donations. There are just donations. Amen. That's true. So. And, and the ladies at the shelter are extremely grateful. Yeah, I can they believe really it. They really are. They're very grateful. I, I met that. a woman last time in April. She said she we had donated underwear, remember? Yep. So she said for two years she been washing out two pair of underwear. Oh wow. And I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Because I have so many underwear yeah, right. you do too. I do too, right? And it's we like go that's a month not, and not that's not wash, something right. you think about. Right. But can you imagine? Washing out the same two pair, two pair over and over again. Yep. That's crazy. That is crazy. And so the thing she liked the most was the underwear. Wow. She cried. Wow. At getting a new pair of underwear. Mm. And I was like, you know what? This is why I'm doing it. Right. It matters. It what doesn't do matter. Matters. It matters. Right. It really yeah. does. And the thing about it, what we have and we take advantage of is for somebody else they cherish, like you said. And then, of course, the information, the tangible things, as well as information, anything we can do within our power to do to make somebody we else, we should do it, we right, should. right. And then you know what yeah. you're saying that it's kind of like a segue to the book because the book that I wrote, the Vendor Blueprint, mm-hmm. the information that's contained in that book is something I would share over and over and over again yeah. with people all the time. I think you, I think uh, once you wrote in the book, it's good for. You can use it in any platform, whether it's charity, whether it's a business platform. I think it's good information. Yeah, good. Thank because you. anything that you participate in, this is why I'm going to say one thing because you told me not to say to one. <laughs> so the main thing I, I liked about was called Showtime. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's a segment in there. And you talk about promoting the event. The event yes. that you're a part of. Oh my God. So, this is the same thing with charity. Yeah. I tell people, because we have like 71 people in our group. And I'm telling you, you are a group member. Right. Share it. Yep. This is your event. This is not. It's not just one this person is not doing the it. Right. You know, and why do we think that way? Because no. if I chose to partner with you, I chose to participate in every capacity. Amen. So if, if I say it, you know, just like, okay, and this is not to toot my own horn, but you know what I've made a mm-hmm. contribution mm-hmm. to do. Well, and, and even in saying that I'm going to be responsible for making sure I had a hundred of mm-hmm. these items given, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean I have to pay for them. No. I still can be, I can get, get I can onboard several other people mm-hmm. to partner with me to get it done. And at the same time, I'm giving other people an opportunity to be a part of something you, bigger you than should, myself. So yeah, you're right. If we don't promote it, then it's yes. not, because it's not about us. Because I know you're running for vendor events, right. but I just felt like... No, the principle still the same. When I read your book, I, I, thought, I immediately thought of it as the source. Yeah, okay. really, okay. really a reference book. Okay, something that you can keep throughout your life and refer and, to it over and over and again. Refer to it. Yeah, 
because it's good information. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, one of the points that, as Tyrus mentioned, is in the book that talks about Showtime. And within that segment, I think I highlighted anywhere from 12 to 15 things that you want to have in place or to keep in mind mm-hmm. as you choose to participate as a vendor. So let me just back up first. The book is called The Vendor Blueprint. Mm-hmm. And the premise behind the book is to assist particularly small business owners, more so home-based business mm-hmm. owners, with with marketing themselves, representing in the marketplace, basically. Yeah. A lot of times what I have found in my 20 years of being in sales and in, in working as a home-based business owner is that a lot of times those reps, and most of the times they're women, um, they come from all walks of life. When they join their respective companies or made a decision to start their respective businesses and they choose to participate in events like vending events, they don't even know what to do. All they know is that... Yeah. I see them, they bring their table, they put a tablecloth on it, and then they put their stuff out there. They don't know the strategy behind it or why they're doing. And and that's not their fault because I don't know that there's, especially in specific business industries, even direct sales, they talk about the products of the direct sales company, Mm -hmm. they talk about the philosophy of the direct sales company, but some of the things such as this don't get talked about because Mm -hmm. it's not really a part of their overall platform. I saw that there was a need. Because I, st- I got really tired of seeing people not represent themselves as best as they could. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they did it because they just didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in the course of time, people began to ask me questions and ask for my advice. Or, and then they would send people my way and say, mm-hmm. ask Anissa. Mm-hmm. So I figured if they figured I was an expert in it, I need to put it in a book. And my mm-hmm. husband really encouraged me to do it because he, he knew the, the number of hours I would spend on the phone talking to people mm-hmm. about stuff. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, to, for you to say it's like a reference guide, that's exactly what I wanted it to be. That's exactly what I want. That's where I thought it was. That's yeah. where I read it. We're good. Now it's great information. I think it's good for new um, people at Vince's that attending vendor events. Right. And so vendor events for the old, for those of you who don't know, it's like when you go to like an arts and craft show or something like that. Right. Where you set up your station and you promote your business. Exactly. Whatever product or services you have. That's exactly what it is. And so the book is really a great guide to teach you everything from keeping things simple, you know, different tips on how to set your table up, making sure you have certain things. But the main thing is anything that you pay money or not pay money that you say you're going to be a part of, make sure you promote it. Exactly. Because it's going to bring more customers for you. Right, exactly. And everybody else. And everyone else. You have bought into, when I've made a decision, when we make a decision to pay our entry fee as a vendor, mm-hmm. whether it's $50, $100, or $2,000, then we have really bought into the success of that event. Technically, we have. Right, we have invested. Not, we have invested into the success and or failure of that event. Yeah. We really have. So, so you're right. One of the first things I in, indicate in the section of Showtime is that you have made a decision to be a part of this mm-hmm. event. Therefore, it's your responsibility to promote it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you t- promote it within your immediate circle. Do everything you can to get the advertising out there. Mm-hmm. Use your, your position of influence. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think you know a lot of people, a lot of people on social media, there's no reason why you shouldn't share the flyer and say, come see me at XYZ Street yeah. on November the 15th mm-hmm. or whatever day it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. We, have to, we really have to stop waiting for someone else. Yeah. To to um to invest in our success and we don't do it as much as they do if not more. And really, vendor events are 
really a cheap way to market your business. Right, it is. Because the fees usually don't be as high. No, they don't. So like $25, if you you go, you may have access to 50 to maybe 100 people. Exactly. That you wouldn't have access to before. Right. And if you show up, pay that fee, Mm -hmm, rather, mm -hmm. show up and set up a table, and you don't do everything within your power to connect with as many people as possible. Yeah. And I and I say that purposefully because it's not their responsibility to um to buy into who you are. No. It's your responsibility to make yourself attractive yeah. to those who are in attendance. And so one other thing I make reference to in the book is that every every event is not gonna be your event. No. So just because you make they expect a thousand people there, if that crowd is not your target market, right. you've wasted your time. Just like me, I'm a coach. So certain certain vendor events I don't participate in. Right. Because I know it's not for me. Right, right. You know, no one's coming to get coaching services. They're not. Not in a vendor event. <laughs> not a certain you know, vendor right. Exactly. And I tell people too, I said that's why even with the company that I represent, it's within our company guidelines to not set up at flea markets and yard sales. Well, yeah. that's because we we sell a, a high end quality product. People that go to quali- go to yard sales and flea markets, they they nickels and dimes. They're looking for a they deal. They looking for a deal. They want mm-hmm. you to drastically reduce it. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna cut your price, mm-hmm. if you're getting rid of your inventory yeah. and you're trying to get you know clean out your clean out the closet, yeah. that's one thing. But no, as a general rule, just because there're gonna be thousands of people exactly. there does not mean that you're gonna be. So that goes to back to knowing your target. Exactly, audience, and we talk about that in the book yeah. because that's a part of the strategy. Of, um, it is. It is, and so I knew that um, there are some certain vendor events. And let's just let's be for real. Some organizations, sometimes it could be religious organizations. Mm-hmm. They'll have events that they're hosting at their church or mm-hmm. in their neighborhood community center, and and it's really about the event. But they have the vendors there is I consider decoration mm-hmm. because they have not allocated any time for anybody to meet the vendors or greet the vendors or see the vendors. It's mm-hmm. just like the vendors are just there. So you hoping that the program would allow for a 15-minute break for the people to be able to congregate. They don't do that. I already know in certain instances that's not going to be my target market. I would just do better to just to go to that event and meet some people and pass out some business cards and conversing with folks rather than paying a fee to set up a table to be ignored. And that's what I do most of the time. Right. I just go and pass out cards. Right, right, right. Okay, so we've established that it's a resource guide to be used for anybody. And it's also one segment of it is talked about the significance and the importance of you promoting the event because mm-hmm. you're very much a, an active participant mm-hmm. in the success of the event. What would be another point that you you would think would be good that people would need to know? Something else we talked about, keep it simple. Okay. You know, I go to vendor events and I see people, especially people in direct sales, They'll put every single item they have on the table, and they don't realize that you are overwhelming your consumer. Yes. So I feel like you should make your table as simplistic as you can. Actually, you're absolutely right, because, again, if you think about the premise of the vendor event, (laughs) you want to get sales. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're not going to sell. In some respects, people will. Some people Mm -hmm. won't. But really, the ultimate objective at the vendor event is to get exposure and to build to get names for yes. prospects. Yeah. So if you haul everything but the kitchen sink to the vendor event, yeah. first of all you're gonna look crowded and unorganized. You're not gonna make the best first impression. It, and then so you give wrong. no reason for them to come back to wanna see mm-hmm. you because you've shown them everything you got. 
That's true. It's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. It's like, I'm going to give you a little teaser, but if you want more, then sign up for this. So I go to vendor events to get people to sign up to my newsletter. Exactly. That is my strategy. Exactly. Because once you got their contact information and they signed up, now you can communicate with them, you can build a rapport with them, you yes. can establish a relationship with and them, which will it, eventually return. They'll turn into a client. client. Or, yep, exactly. That's so smart. And that's what you're supposed to do, you know, create a database. <laughs> but, I, but And I say that, you know, we're laughing because you and I have been doing this for a while and we understand the strategic part of, of participating in events like mm-hmm. this. But I can remember so plain, I was at a vendor event, and the lady to the right of me, at the end of the event, just as it was approaching the end, she began to cry. Mm. And she came over to me, and she says, I'm so frustrated. She says, I'm trying to work this business. And she was selling jewelry. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm trying to work this business, and my husband... You know, was supported, but I don't know how much longer he will be. And I said, well, what's going on? She says, this is like my third or fourth vendor event. And I pay these fees, and I don't get any sales, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I said, well, first of all, let me ask you a few questions. So Mm -hmm. I said, what are you doing to get contacts, to get their names? Mm -hmm. She says, I'm not getting any names. I said, so Mm -mm. you've been to four or five vendor events, and you don't have any names and numbers? She says, no, I've been selling tickets for people to have a chance to win this jewelry. I said, no, you don't want to. I said, stop doing that now. And let me tell you why. Because you've already paid $75 to be in the event. Mm -hmm. event. This piece of jewelry may have cost another $75. Mm -hmm. So now you really invested $150 Mm -hmm. in an event. And while you're selling tickets for a dollar, how many tickets have you sold? Maybe 20? Mm-hmm. You've not gotten any of your money back. So that's a mute issue. So she was like, I began to tell her mm-hmm. to not cry, you know, try to get her composure because really she just didn't know. Right. I said, you have got to get contacts. Find a way, offer them a chance to win something, but make yeah. sure you get their names and numbers. So now you can build a database up, have them like you on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, take pictures with them, tag them in your Facebook post, mm-hmm. you know. That way now when you host your promotions, and she was like, I never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I decided to write this book. Because we don't know. We, you can't do what you don't know. And a lot of people have... Some people do know. Well, some they, know. They just, they just don't do which, it. Which brings me to my last thing I want to say. <laughs> okay, which is what she is. So, I'm going to vendor events, especially your events. Because mm-hmm. you host a lot of vendor events. And there are people there that have great products. Mm-hmm. Great products. They come and they're not prepared to take all forms of money. Oh my gosh. I can't, oh, I, oh. I can't do a bigger event. You're not in business if you're not ready and, to take money. And the lady didn't have a credit card machine. And then and I'm like, are you serious? In today's world. Right. Very few people carry cash. Right. So for you to be a vendor at an event and actually have a physical product. And not have a way to take credit cards. I'm thinking, why are you in business? I don't understand it. And you know, we've become very... Okay, so let me just... This is like a sidebar tip or comment. <laughs> because a lot of times we become very um, very dependent on things like Cash App mm-hmm, for payments. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking it. Because I use I'll Cash App. I take it as well. But I take everything. I take everything. I can take cash your cash. App, PayPal. I'll PayPal. Credit, credit card. card. I can process your card with my, my, my cell phone. If yes. your cell phone not making you business, making you money, then you using your cell phone for all the wrong reasons. Well, here's the thing. From a business standpoint, you're absolutely, positively, 1,000% correct. Yeah. When you go to the department store, once upon a time, they used to say cash, check, or charge. 
you know, how would you be paying for this cash mm-hmm. check or charge? Mm-hmm. And then if you said charge, then it was Visa, MasterCard, Discover, or American Express, right, you know? Exactly. So, because they were prepared to make the sale. The you are not in business if you're not prepared to take multiple forms yeah. of payment. You're yeah. not. And a lot of times, I think we nickel and dime ourselves to the point where we... Um, Put our put the client to an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. If it's we have to serve our customer, so if she doesn't have the cash and she said, "Can you take a card?" Absolutely, I can take a yeah. card. You know. No, she told me. Oh, I think they have an ATM in here somewhere. And you know, what I told her, "Good luck with that." And I walked away because although I liked her product, you're not the only person that sells that product. Exactly, and you've lost so, the sale. And, and so you need to understand that. You're not doing your customer a favor. They're doing you one. And because that, and all there, of that is there are many people selling the same product and And it's the impression that you're making as a business owner. Mm-hmm. When you serve as a vendor, when you're out in the public, in the marketplace, mm-hmm. if you're not thinking excellence in customer service, you're not ready to make money because it's about serving the public. So it's not about always your convenience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As, as, and I add that because a lot of times I know that some of the some of the companies or businesses are not choosing to do that because they don't want to pay processing fees. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that because you got to pay point zero zero three percent or whatever, you're gonna lose ninety five cent on a uh, on a seven dollars yeah. and fifty cent per? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We, you know, we, we put ourselves at a disadvantage. It's unfortunate, but you're absolutely right. And of course, I make reference to that in the book. You did. You, you did. gotta make. You gotta be. So I, I I I try to be as detailed as possible. Now, how how did I go about writing this book? Because for 20 years, I've mm-hmm. worked in various mm-hmm. em- environments. Even prior to being a business owner, when I worked in with the federal government, mm-hmm. when I worked in banking and finance, I did expo events. So I knew it's the, the importance. Premise. It's the same premise. Now we weren't. We weren't selling anything with the federal government, no. but we were providing a service and we had information. Right. So we had to make sure our our booth was um, looked good mm-hmm. and that our our um, approach was inviting mm-hmm. to get the information out. We always had something to offer the clients mm-hmm. to get them to come to mm-hmm. talk with us. All of that applies. But if you've never been exposed to that, sometimes you don't know. Yeah. Especially if you worked in factories or maybe you were a homemaker and you never worked outside in the general population. And so that's why I wanted to write the book. Because mm-hmm. I want to see people succeed. And a lot of times they have quit mm-hmm. before they got started because they became frustrated mm-hmm. in the process. Simply because mm-hmm. nobody had told them what they needed to know. And even if you are a veteran um, in your business... It's really a good book for health, good housekeeping. It is. Just to keep you in check. That's true. Because sometimes you do it for a while. It's sometimes a you forget. Yep, you will. So it's like there to remind you, hey, make sure you do A, B, C, D. And really, if you get the book and read it, you can actually write yourself a checklist. You really can. Based on what she wrote. And just go down the list and do it every time. You do a vendor event or any event, mm-hmm. and you should be good. That's true. That's true. That's why I said it's a good reference. Well, thank book. you so much, Tyra. Well, look at I, you I'm writing glad. Here, books. I write reference books. I'm so smart. <laughs> I just went straight from novels to writing dictionaries and thesauruses. Okay. You know, right? But, yeah, but that was the whole purpose. Is I can't tell you, honestly. There would be times I would be on the phone, get put my makeup on, mm-hmm. and I would say, grab paper and pen, I'm just going to tell you some stuff. I say, it's no sequential order, just write what I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And then I'm putting on my mascara saying, okay, what you want to do is make sure you blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And then we get in the car, and my husband goes, so you did another workshop. For free. For free. 
and that's why I decided to yeah. write the book because I've been doing it so yeah. so much it was second nature so this is the information that I've learned things that have been passed on mm-hmm. to me things I learned through trial and error but I put it in a book format to help somebody else that's really the whole idea oh, so one last thing this is not nothing in the book this is about why you should buy the book let me tell you something Anissa has 20 years at doing this so you're not paying for just information that you can find online because you can't find all this information online because this information comes from experience. That's true. That is true. Thanks for bringing it up. Cause that's and exactly. so this is the reason why you should invest. This is also an investment. When you purchase her book, this is an investment in your business. That's true. Yeah, you can write it off. Just tell you. Yeah, it is, a, it is a resource. Because it's a resource. It's a resource. Yes. <laughs> For it's your business. business. For your business. Exactly right. So save your receipt exactly. on Amazon. Exactly. And okay. then, and here's the other thing, too. If you are in an industry like a direct sales or a multi-level marketing mm-hmm. and you have teams, mm-hmm. then you need to encourage your team oh, members yeah. to get it this as well. Because teams. they need to. Now, because for years, what I have done is, and you know this with, with, with my team that's here, mm-hmm. I, as soon as they don't come up, come on my team, they join my team. I said, okay, we got a vendor event. I want you to work with me. Mm-hmm. This is how I want you to dress, wear this, and meet me at there, blah, blah, blah. And I haul the stuff in, and they see me with my one suitcase and my tote bag. Mm-hmm. And then I explain to them, this is why I have everything. This, this bag stays mm-hmm. just like this. Mm-hmm. This is what you want to do. Blah. And I tell them, these are the types of things you want to have. And so now I've got team members that's here in the city. If I don't do an event, I call them, and they do mm-hmm. it. And they set up like I taught them. And I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen that. You've seen that I've too. seen your yeah. people, and they're very professional, and I can tell that they have the initial touch. Well, it's, <laughs> what we have, we're supposed to pass on to others. And so, and that's what this book is. It's just a resource that I've got, yeah. the information I've gained and been given to me that I've learned over the years, mm-hmm. not just in my entrepreneurial venture, but in other aspects as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, so I put it all in a book. So as Tyra says, it's a resource. And even though I read the book, I'm still going to purchase it. Well, thank just, you. Just for a reference guide. Yeah. To the loan checklist. That's true. And you may be able to give it to someone else as a gift. Um, I have a lady who knows several women in her church that work for themselves. Oh, yeah. And she says, I'm going to give it to them as gifts. Yeah. She says, because I believe it's going to be a good book for them. So, yeah, but... Thanks again, Tyra. You're such a joy to be around. So this this is another episode of the Work From Home CEO. Again, I am Anissa. I am your friend, your neighbor. I am the Work From Home CEO, and so are you. And together we are creating success. Don't forget, success is in your hand, and we are creating one success.